This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast. And today's guest is Noah Hutton. And after graduating college with no job offers, Noah set out on his own to build a real estate media company. So I'm excited to talk to him about that. Noah looked to grow into more industries. He started doing commercial media and podcast production for brands and companies. He worked with brands to high quality media to their marketing materials, including brand videos, commercial, short form content and podcast. So, I mean, this young man is going to share with us a lot of, a lot of good, good, good stuff on, on video branding, marketing, and, and all that good stuff. He's also the host of the rest of us podcast, which stars entrepreneurs, stories, discussing their struggles, diving in deep about the tools and strategies they use to build their businesses. Noah, sir, welcome to Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk today. I am excited that you are here, sir. Noah, tell us first, you, you mentioned here in your bio that you got no job offers after after you graduated college. Tell us about that journey and how you started then the real estate media business and why it started. Yeah, so that, that whole kind of uh, journey kind of starts my senior year of college. So I was a part of this organization called Dance Marathon at, at a Purdue University here in Indiana. Um, and I did a lot of their video work. So I would do their uh, video for different fundraising events we had. We were raising money for pediatric uh, cancer research. And so uh, we do fundraising events and different membership events. And we'd have a big uh, dance marathon at the end of the year where we danced and we were on our feet for 18 hours and things like that. So I did a lot of video work for that, but at the end in November, that's when my time in that organization ended because I was graduating the following semester. And after that, I didn't have any video work to do. I didn't have any clients I was doing in college. I didn't have any organizations I was working with. So the real estate side of it came out of, I need some sort of portfolio work to add to my portfolio because the stuff I was doing before was really old. So I started to do some real estate video. I just reached out to some agents here in Indiana, around Indianapolis. And I said, hey, I saw you have this you know, million dollar property. I'd love to shoot you a free video for this. Um, and you can use it for your marketing the property and advertising the property. So that's why I start with real estate media. And then on the job side of it, um, during that whole process, my, my whole idea was I'm going to get a nine to five job salary position in marketing and advertising technology move out to Los Angeles, do that, and then slowly build out my real estate media business on the side, do it on weekends, you know, just do it on the side. And then maybe it'll be a thing one day. I was never prepared to jump into entrepreneurship like I did now. Um, and as I was applying for jobs, I only had two interviews out of college. One went nowhere. The other one I interviewed, I think five different times for two different positions with nine different people, multiple C-suite executives, the whole like team basically. I didn't get a position. Uh, and so that was kind of a, it, you know, it was really stressful. It was really hard to, you know, get that because I thought I was a great person for the job. They thought I was great for the job. And so not getting the position really hurt. So um, come July, I was kind of like, I need to do something. I can't, you know, I hate applying for jobs. The job market right now is, is awful. So I need to do something. 
And so that's when I decided to just start my business as an actual business, um, pursue more real estate agents here in Warsaw, which is where I'm from, Warsaw, Indiana, um, and also just all over Indiana and start that. And I really liked it. I got some traction. And now here I am today. I'm going to be going full time with my business in May officially um, and kind of growing it from there. All right. So why is professional media important? Yeah. So speaking specifically about real estate, I think every single property, no matter if it's a 200 square foot, you know, shed or a 6,000 square foot lake house with every add-on and, you know, addition you can put on it needs professional media. I think that especially on the residential side, when you're selling a home, I've talked to so many different agents and buyers and sellers and homeowners and they'll say like that house might be nice but i'm not going to go in there if that was the photos look like the way they did like the, you need these bright professionally done really good looking photos to get people in the door um and same for investing i mean on the investment side and building and commercial side of it if you're doing if you're putting all this money into a project whether it's a hundred thousand dollars or you know a hundred million dollars you need to you're putting in a ton of money you should be investing in showcasing that property for the beauty that it is you know and so I really think that um, every property deserves media or professional media, whether it's just photography or video, because it deserves it. It's a you know really nice piece of real estate, and it can look a lot nicer if you give it the time and investment of professional photography. And that's something that I try to educate all of the people I work with on. So, you know why we have all of us have these devices in our in our in our pockets, right? These these little devices, and they take great pictures, man. Right? These pic these phones take amazing pictures. Why not just pull out my phone and take my own pictures from my phone, as good as they are, versus hiring some a professional media person to come and do videos and do all of that stuff? Why not? do that versus do what hiring someone like you. Yeah, I mean it's a valid uh you know thing to bring up. You know, iPhones especially right now take amazing video, they take amazing photography and there, there's nothing wrong with it. I just think that when you hire a professional photographer, they bring just a different like look at it. So they're looking at it with the, you know the lines in mind and the, the composition of the photography and also the staging of it. If you come in with an your photography, your iPhone and just taking pictures, you might not be looking at like the pillow should be this way or the furniture should be this way or we should stage it this way. Well, when I go into a property, I'm looking at it like, hey, we need to move that paper off of that table. We need to, you know, replace the toilet paper in the bathroom. We need to move this, you know, chair out of the way because it's blocking this beautiful window that we can showcase. You know, so I'm bringing a different eye to the property and i'm also asking a lot of questions that maybe just the agent or the investor or the principal on the project or the architect may not be um and i think my eye and my skill set and something that i'm continuing to develop but my eye and my skill set really allow you to showcase the property in a light that it should be because like i said it's a big investment and you should be investing in showcasing that property as much as building the property because if you build a beautiful property, but you're not getting anybody into the property, whether it's residential, commercial, uh, shared office space, whatever it is, you know, you're, it's not really worth it. So I think you need to be investing in not just the building of it, but the marketing of it as well. And that's where I come in. Makes a lot of sense, man. Makes a lot of sense. Do you have any data pertaining uh, as a photographer 
do you have any, and being in the media, in the real estate media business, do you have any data showing the differences when people hire a professional photographer versus doing their own photos and what impact that has on numbers, a sales, right? Dollars, returns on investment and or number of days in the market or potential more interested buyer. If you have something like that, I think that would be really meaningful for me and for my listeners. Yeah, I don't have any like specific numbers that I can point to, but I can talk anecdotally about some of the experiences I've had with, you know, realtors um, and agents that I've worked with. So I had a property recently and the quickest time to offer I've had on a property I've shot is two hours. So versus, you know, properties that maybe they didn't get professional photography done, they're dark, they're not shot at a great time, you know, they don't have aerial photography, which I think every single property needs unless you're like butted up to an airport and you can't fly a drone, like every single property needs aerial photos. And so, or like if you're in New York, you can't fly a drone basically. And so you can't get aerial photography, but generally speaking, every property needs aerial photos. So I've seen a real difference of properties. You know, I've the quickest I said was two hours. I've had properties where I shot on a Friday, delivered the photos on Saturday, and they were already like in an offer by Monday. So I just anecdotally see my house is closing a lot quicker and, you know, there, there's a part of it where it's also the price point. You know, you need to price the property right. You need to market the property right, get people in the door, calling, you know, realtors are calling their contacts and other agents they know to get people in the door. So it's, it's a two-pronged thing of the agents have to do their job and then I have to do my job. But I really do see a difference just anecdotally of, you know, properties that are photographed right, the priced right, positioned right. Um, and also just with professional photography in general, you can maybe get a little bit more on the purchase price, um, of a property. You know, if I had a, I did one on Wednesday and the realtor was talking like your home's beautiful. The home was immaculate staged perfectly. It was bright. It was painted beautifully. It was a beautiful home. And he was saying, not only is the work that you did on the property going to help the property value go up by, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 these photos might also help the property value go up a little bit too, because not only are we seeing when they walk in, they see the beautiful home, but they see it online as a beautiful home as well, because it can be a beautiful home when you walk in, but if you can't get anybody in the door, then that home is just sitting. And so, yeah, so you need to, you know, a beautiful home is on the inside. You can't see the inside of the home unless you're in it. So you need to be showing the inside of that home online as beautiful as it is when somebody's actually in person. And that's really where my professional photography comes in because I'm able to, you know, just work on the photos, edit them. And my big thing is I don't make it look unrealistic. I'm big on realistic photos. Like I make them look really nice. I, I compose them really nicely. I brighten them up to show it, but I'm never going to make it unrealistic. So where you walk in and you say, you know, oh, that's not really how it looked in the photos. Like I, it's going to look how it looked in the photos. So I'm making those, the home look even nicer um, just online, as opposed to if you were just like, you know, snapping a few photos of your phone, because even just a crooked photo or not positioned, right. You're not composed, right. Those photos are just going to look that much worse on Zillow, on Redfin, on all these websites. Um, and so it, it really helps, uh, with professional photography, showcase the nice, uh, nicety of the home and get people in the door, which is the goal at the end of the day. Absolutely. All right. I want to talk about like, what kind of strategy can you give to someone, maybe a listener, that 
that it's got one or two rentals, two or three rentals. And, you know, you just clearly said, I receive it as the photos is the gateway to your offers, right? Is the gateway to the traffic you get because people like most people are like men, right? Uh, there's a, there's a thing with us men. And the thing with us men is we fall in love with what we see, right? Girls got to look hot. Girls got to look good. And then we approach, right? That's our first thing with, as, as men, um, we're wired, whatever your thing is, men or whatever, women. Girl, ladies, generally speaking, are wired to fall in love with what they hear, right? They got it. It's what they hear. It's the game we spit to them that depends on, on whether they want to proceed with us or not. So for, for photos, for real estate, right? The gateway to get those leads, to have opportunities is what people see, right? Like men, what we, what they see. It's got to look good. If it looks good online, yeah, and it's priced right, then let's go, let, let's proceed to the next step. Now, if I'm a owner of a small building, a two unit or three unit, and, you know, my margins are tight and oftentimes, you know, there's no budget for, because I just have to turn this unit. I just spent three grand, 3,500 to turn this unit to get it rented. I got no margins to drop another, I don't know, $1,500 sometimes for professional photos cost more than that. Some of my yeah. friends are dropping 2,600. I've dropped, I know what they cost. I use them. Off the, um, but depending on what you're doing, uh, it, it's just not the budget. What tips are you giving that guy or gal on how they can make their photos be better when they take it with their iPhone just because they don't have, you know, can you give us some skills? Can you give us something on how people can, you know, use it for their rentals per se? Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the biggest thing, and you know, if you're in the real estate photography community, you hear this all the time, you're talking about verticals. So your verticals are the vertical lines in your photo. And the one thing that you need to do when you are taking photos of your own, you know, I obviously I'm going to always push professional photography, but if you're taking photos in your own is, you know, a lot of people either shoot too low or they're shooting too high. So they are, you know, shooting down on the photo or they're shooting up on it. And so you need to be kind of for an open room it's usually waist level for a kitchen that maybe has higher um you know counter space you're shooting a little bit higher than waist level kind of stomach level maybe but you really need to make sure that your verticals are vertical your lines are vertical your horizontal lines are straight and level and even if you don't get it perfect in the in camera you know which is totally fine i don't get it always perfect in camera just do yourself a favor go on youtube look on look up on on youtube how to straighten my lines in Lightroom or how to straighten my lines in Photoshop. And you can do it on your phone too. Lightroom Mobile is a great, great tool. So learn how to not only take great photos, you know, get those verticals right, shoot at the right level, but also learn how to take those photos into Lightroom Mobile or Lightroom on your computer and uh, adjust the lines and the level to make sure your photos are level. Because if your lines are level, the photos are going to look 10 times better. Because when I, when I see, you know, houses, I don't really care if you know, the photo's dark or whatever. Maybe it's a little dark or a little, you know, the top, the lighting wasn't right. But if that photo is crooked or that photo is, you know, shooting down on it or up on it, I'm seeing most, I'm seeing mostly ceiling or I'm seeing mostly floor. I, it just doesn't make me want to go into a home. You know, when I buy my first home, cause I, I don't have a home right now. Uh, I have a place to live, but I don't have a home. I don't have a property that I own. I'm going to be looking at those photos and there's a really good chance I'm not going to step foot in a property if I don't like the photos that they took because I saw that that realtor didn't invest in that property 
And, you know, if they didn't invest in the property, what else are they not investing in? Are they not investing in, you know, the, the buyer process, the seller process? Are they not providing great information to that? I think it really speaks to the agent and what they're willing to do for the property. So, but if you are going to take your own photos, the lines are the most important thing. You know, you just make sure your, your camera's level um, and also learn how to straighten lines in Lightroom or Lightroom at Wolf for sure. Got it. Anything about lighting, any settings that maybe we can adjust on our iPhones or yeah. or whatever phones people are using out there, Samsungs or whatever those other phones are out there? Yeah. The biggest thing is all, open up all the windows in the house open or turn on all the lights. I have open actually up, switched. Open up the windows or open up the shades, you mean, so you can get every uh Open up the shades. Like, just have, like, so you, get light. you can see outside the window. Yeah. Okay. So, for me personally, I actually shoot a lot of my house's lights off now. So, I actually, if the room is bright enough, like, if it's a pitch black room, I have to turn the lights on, obviously. But if it's a pit, if it's a light, light room, I turn it off because I don't like the yellow cast on the ceiling of, like, a yellow bulb in the light. But if you're just shooting on your own... Um, you know, you can't worry about that. You don't have any of the skills or the time to worry about that. Just turn on all of the lights, open up all the windows, anything you can do to get more light into that picture, do it. And then, you know, you can adjust from there. If you have too much light or not enough light, you can brighten it up later. You know, even in on on your phone in in after you take the picture, you can go in and edit the brightness of the photo just in the photos app on the iPhone. So it it's about brightening the photos, but not brightening them too much to where it like there are points in the photo where it's just blown out or white but getting as much light into that room as possible is really going to help your photos outstanding man this is really 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 good stuff um yeah. noah really appreciate you coming out and sharing those those things with us noah if um what i want to do now is i want to get into the untitled into the untitled session with you if you don't if you don't mind i want to go into into the entitled session with you and i'm going to ask you a series of questions you don't have to you don't have to think justify i just need you to give us this just for fun one word answers is just fine you ready perfect yep okay brother let's go real estate is exciting the market right now is stable a million dollars is a lot of money i've always wanted to go to Oh, Europe. Family or business? Family. Trump or Biden? Biden. Wine or beer? Wine. Growth or security? Growth. Street smart or book smart? Street smart. Seafood or steak? Steak. Skill or talent? skill and lastly no company or bad company no company awesome man thank you so much for coming on if people wanted to connect with you check out your podcast just just totally connect with you and find out how they can maybe bring you on if they're in your state and how do they find you where can they connect with you noah yeah, so a couple of different places. By you can find me on LinkedIn. Just search Noah Hutton, um, and if we can, we can maybe leave that in the show notes if you want. Um, yeah, also, we'll my website down. is noah huttoncom um, I'm working on a new website right now, but that's what I have for now. Um, it's still a good website. Just working on a new one. And then my podcast, like you said in the beginning, is the Rest of Us Podcast. Um, it's on every single streaming platform you could possibly find: Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon, Overcast, um, any of those. 
It's also on TikTok. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook, Instagram. Um, just search the rest of us podcast. It's like a gray and pink uh, uh, art or artwork. So if you find it, please reach out to me. I'd love to, you know, guests on podcasts or if there's a younger entrepreneur out there that's starting their business, looking to grow, I'd love to have them on the podcast. So again, just reach out to me on you know the platform of your choice or email um, and we can get connected. Awesome, man. Appreciate you, Noah. Thank you so much for coming on. And listeners, make sure you go check him out at noah-hutton.com. Brother, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF, brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.